Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Anytime during my 10 years, I could do this. na 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 that's power. That's power. Second left. Oh, comes down to Hartman's foot. Here's the snap. The ball is down. The kick is up. And it's gone. Wolfpack wins. It's time for the Riddick and Reynolds podcast. Here's your host, James Curl. All right, folks. Welcome to the Riddick and Reynolds podcast. We have uh, a, uh, I guess, a, a little bit of an abbreviated audience with us this week, but uh, I think most of our crew is out in Winston Salem supporting the baseball team. Uh, they uh, are wrapping up their three-game series with the Wake Forest Demon Deacons uh, and are going to be featured on ESPNU tonight. Of course, it's already happened by the time you hear this, but uh, State's looking to finish off the three-game sweep of the Demon Deacons, and again, we'll get into that in just a second. Uh, want to uh, you know mention what we've got going on here to Medios uh, like I do at the top of the show every week. Uh, Dave's uh, asking me to uh, mention the fact that we still do half price appetizers weekdays from 4:30 to 7 in the bar, um, and that's with the purchase of a beverage. So grab you a Coke or a beer or whatever you'd like to you know wash your apps down with, and then the uh, apps that come with it will be half price. And again, that's only in the bar, but that's between the hours of 4:30 to 7. Uh, so if you're looking for some good post-work uh, snack, you know maybe you, you know you had a rough day at work and you want to get out and uh, just kind of grab your beer and you know maybe have a little wings or maybe some fried cheese or something with that. Come to Medios, you can hang out in the bar and grab your beer and grab you that half-price appetizer and save yourself a little bit of money. So uh, please do that. And of course, always students. Even though uh, graduation was this past weekend, and first of all, congratulations to all of our new graduates. Um, you know, uh, if you're a uh, current student still, you can come on by and show your student ID. NC State, Shaw, Central, UNC too. Uh, you can come on down to Medios and show your student ID, and you can get uh, a pretty hefty discount. I think Tuesdays is half off your entree, um, and then I think it's 15% the rest of the week. So uh, take advantage of that as well. All right, uh, Lauren Brownlow is with us this week. How are you doing, Lauren? Good. Good to see you again. Uh, we were off last week, uh, but I believe you had uh, flown down to... Oh, we drove. Oh, you drove down yeah. to, 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 to Orlando. Drove. Yeah, I guess you wouldn't really fly to Orlando. Or, well, or no, do we do usually, do? just, yeah. Not, not this time? Or? No, not this time. Yeah. No, no flight that was affordable enough <laughs> on a Friday. Right, right. Uh, and you actually flew down to uh, take in the uh, Mayweather-Pacquiao fight with uh, your in-laws, and so... Uh, fight didn't quite live up to expectations, but rarely do they ever, I guess. I took in a few lovely naps, but I didn't. <laughs> Before and, and during, I went upstairs to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. I, we, we won't really get into no, the, uh, the health of uh, the boxing world and whatnot, but that fight, if it had happened a few years ago, might have been enough to kind of help boxing maybe get back on its feet. But, uh, again, too little too late. So... Yep. And, of course, Mayweather has his own issues. Um, 
So uh, good to have you back this week, and uh, let's let's talk some baseball. Um, of course, NC State uh, is, you know, last time we, I guess, were here and, and talked some baseball, things were not going so well. State was in the midst of kind of a rough stretch there. They had lost, I think, nine of twelve to you know Florida State, UNC, and Notre Dame, along with a few other games like East Carolina and, and Charlotte. Uh, well, I guess the the Charlotte game was actually canceled, um, yeah. but. Uh, you know, they were going through a bit of a rough patch, and then now we return after a week off, and suddenly they're in the midst of an eight-game winning streak. Uh, they've won the first two, as we mentioned, against Wake Forest this weekend, and they're hoping to kind of polish things off against Wake Forest tonight. So, uh, you know, State at this point has kind of, when things looked a little bit bleak uh, two weeks ago, now suddenly they're kind of getting back into the uh, discussion for a possible NCAA tournament appearance, and, you know, it's... Uh, this feels like you know a, a little bit of a recurring pattern. It happened last year as well, where the team was you know kind of came on late in the season. But it, I, I wonder, is it going to be too little, too late again? Yeah, I don't know. I, all I know is that all I remember about the baseball RPIs, it's really weird. So mm-hmm. the fact that they're playing Louisville, you would think, oh, that's good. You know, certainly if they can get a win, right? Um, maybe even more than a win, more than one. Yeah, that would be great for their RPI. That that would really help. But it's really weird because of the way the RPI works for baseball in terms of like home games versus road games. It, it seems arbitrary, especially if you're playing a team that's as good as Louisville. But right. um, anyway, they certainly can't hurt themselves by winning two games. Yeah. You know that much. So um, that would yeah. be big to get one or maybe more than one and then uh, see what you can do in the ACC tournament. Yeah, that's the real question, though, is where they're kind of slotted mm-hmm. ACC tournament-wise. There's a lot, I think, still to be determined there. Yeah, um, just looking at the standings here, of course, you know, we talked about Louisville. You know, they are having just a, a fantastic season. 23 and 4 in the conference, uh, just absurd. Uh, you wonder who the four teams are that they lost to. But, um, you know, uh, they're going to come to town this next weekend and or this coming up weekend. And, yeah, if State can get one, maybe two against them, uh, a sweep would just be magical. But, uh, you know, if you get one or two against Louisville, that would really certainly help cement your chances certainly with you know solidifying your position in the ACC tournament uh, but uh, it would probably go a long way to help in state get into the NCAA tournament as well yeah uh, they're currently fourth in the Atlantic per the conference win-loss totals they're sitting at 13 and 12 Clemson's at 13 and 13. Uh, Ooh, I think Clemson's had a rough year yeah Ooh. they uh, that's very unclemson of them I think that uh, coach might be gone Oh really? Is he yeah. hot hot water? He was in hot water last year. Uh huh. So yeah, they're losing well. midweek games to the likes of Wofford and whatnot. So yeah. Well, you can't lose Wofford if you're in the state of South Carolina. Unless you're Brad Brownell. <laughs> Oops, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you know, state of course had uh, one of their Virginia games, I guess, got postponed. So that's why we have that discrepancy in the. Uh, the con- of course, we also had a canceled game against Boston College. It's been a weird weather year, uh, very rainy yeah, and in spring. It's, it's weird, too, because there have been so many series where, you know, sometimes home teams will really work hard to get that game in, knowing mm-hmm. weather's coming in. Yeah. I remember um, seeing pe- uh, people talking about this when Caroline was at Virginia Tech on Twitter. They were saying um, they needed to do a doubleheader on Saturday, and instead they waited, and the weather, as they knew, came in and got right. rained out, and they were like, Okay, so you know it, it, it's all up to the discretion, I think, of the home team, and that's kind of it. it kind of stinks when it comes to comparing records because there's going to be a lot of uneven records, I yeah. think, when it's all said and done. Yeah, that, it is uh, a shame. Of course, last year um, State ran into a situation where they only had one yes. game against Carolina, and that one game got canceled, right? 
Yeah, that wasn't an ACC game though. Yeah, they they decided to play yeah. it as a, a non-conference game, mm-hmm. and then you know. But what? that was yeah, that was an ACC game, and they tried to even reschedule, and it just didn't work out. Yeah. But I think State had another game like that. Um, I might be misremembering, but I remember covering or trying to cover a game like that where it was like it was a rainout. It ended up being a rainout, but they tried over and over again, and it and they yeah. just couldn't get it in. So. Um, I mean, I guess. You oh, know. two years ago, that's what it was. It was Carolina uh-huh. NC State. That's what it was, and oh, okay. then it ended up being a tie. Oh, uh, <laughs> where we ended up? It was up, like a tie we, series, like they split, a game. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. So, and they just rained out the third one, and yeah. they couldn't reschedule because it was right around exams. And so that's, you know, that that makes it a little bit tricky. And then they don't like the idea of rescheduling an ACC game because they say it's not fair. Um, well, an actual ACC game because uh-huh. they say it's not fair to everybody else because if you have a series, usually somebody's traveling far and you can't reschedule because you can't yeah. get back on the plane uh, i you suppose know. that's true yeah i mean like, like for i said example, it's all with, silly. with boston college that would be that'd be a pretty tricky reschedule you'd almost have to yes. uh mutually agree to meet somewhere in the middle maybe play it in maryland or something like that <laughs> um yeah so They're uh, not doing anything <laughs> so uh so yeah state uh you know uh, by virtue of this eight-game winning streak, you know they're sitting overall 29 and 18 with a, an RPI of 46, I believe, as of today, um, which sounds pretty good. But like you said, Lauren, it's kind of tricky, you know, yeah. figuring out, you know, where where does that RPI land you exactly? Um, in fact, as we were kind of watching over uh, our heads here on the screens at Amedios, uh they're having uh, a little discussion about who's in, who's out. Uh, and it, you know, they didn't men- they didn't yeah, I, I didn't, I, I must have missed NC State when they were bringing them up, but, uh, you know, State's certainly not, uh, solidified at this point their position in the field. So, um, you know, we, we shall, uh, continue that, or hope to continue that the team continues to play, um, solid baseball. Of course, you know, we mentioned the fact that they won two against Wake Forest. He beat the crap out of them, 19 to 1 on, yeah. uh, what, Saturday, I guess? And then won a squeaker, uh, yesterday, 3 to 2. So, uh, was it Friday and Saturday? Okay, yeah, that's right. That's right. Friday and Saturday, and then they, they pushed this game back so they could put it on television. Um, so if, if State's able to complete the sweep against Wake Forest, that sets the table nicely for a pretty crucial series against Louisville. The and, you know, they've lost a number of one-run games NC State had before this win streak. So, you know, sometimes you have to look at it as the law of averages. I know, I know some yeah. State fans don't look at things that way and think well, that NC State stuff is real. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. sometimes the law of averages, you know, all you need sometimes is one guy to make a play for you in a key situation. And, and that can kind of build positive momentum. Yeah, there was a great post on backingthepack.com. Or of course, our friend Stephen runs that uh, uh, website. I just typed in "basking the pack," and that did not take me anywhere. <laughs> well, that's on. Un- uh, is that going to be added to his SEO stuff? <laughs> yeah, no, we need to, <laughs> we need to get Stephen to yeah. sew that one up too as a redirect uh, to his website. Um, but uh, I'm going to try to pull it up here. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it, you know, he uh, had a great breakdown on. You know, statistically, how this is kind of a historically bad luck season when it comes to those one-round games. Because mm-hmm. normally, over time, things even out, and and over time, you would expect that number to be right around 500 if you're in you know enough one-run games. But uh, you know, uh, state is something ridiculous, like six and eleven or something really bad. Um, but you know, then again, they won against Wake Forest yeah, in a one-run one game. Run game. Uh, they had a, another one against Virginia, mm-hmm. four and four to three victory there. So that's two more in the win column. So, yeah, it's just you know, um, 
I guess in Major League Baseball, when you've got 162 games, you've got plenty of opportunity for statistical anomalies to kind of work themselves out. But in college baseball, when you're playing roughly a quarter of that or, or wherever we stand, it, it certainly magnifies any sort of streaks that uh, a team will get on. Um, so, you know, State certainly had a, a tough stretch there of one-run one run losses. It's easy for me to say. And, uh, and so maybe things are start starting to turn around for this team, so who knows? Yeah. Um, but, again, we we're, it's going to be uh, a real tough – Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good point. The, pitch, the pitching's been inconsistent, especially mm-hmm. the starting pitching, if I understand things right. The, the bullpen, I think, has been – maybe it's just getting good now, but the bullpen mm-hmm. has usually has been a little bit better. I think they've struggled to find – you know, obviously when you lose one of the best starters. Right. <laughs> you know, they've got the same main guys, but, it, yeah, they're just kind of trying to find – yeah, and just thinking back to last season, uh, and, and we're going to talk about Carlos Rodon here in just a second, but, you know, Carlos uh, didn't get hardly any run support last year, it felt like. But, uh, you know, the bats seemed to be a little bit warmer this year than they were last, and so, uh, you know, maybe that's uh, helped things of late as well. Uh, I mean, gosh, they dropped a 19 spot on Wake. Um, you know, is there? There's not a mercy rule in college baseball. I don't, th- I don't think so. They certainly would have uh, hit that if that was the case uh, against Wake Forest. Uh, all right, real quick. Uh, Carlos Rodon, of course, did make his first uh, start in the majors uh, this past weekend. I know a lot of state fans were following that, and uh, you know he started a little bit shaky. Uh, I think he walked first two batters, maybe. Uh, or yeah, uh, I think the first bef- two. Yeah. Yeah, before he recorded a strikeout, and then he. Settled down and got eight Ks on the evening, and kind of showed us that uh, nasty slider that he's got. And um, yeah, I don't think he. Uh, there's any doubts from you know folks after uh, you know that sort of an outing to know that you know he's definitely got major league stuff. And um, as he gets more and more outings like that, yeah, he's got to get some confidence. Yeah, you know? I mean that's it, baseball is a cool game. It's, it's hard on that level. There's a reason you mm. know people struggle, even really good prospects, and and it's going to take time for him. But that was good for him to get, you know, to get himself out of some trouble. Yeah, you know, I think one of the questions was after that solid of a start in his first you know time taking the starting role, you know, will they put him back in the bullpen or? Maybe uh, is an outing like that good enough to solidify yourself in the starting lineup? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I know, obviously, folks are trying to, when it comes to a, a young pitcher, uh, you know, just at Matt Harvey, I believe it is, from Carolina, who um, uh, had his arm kind of burned out fairly early. I know there's concern about, you know, burning these kids out or yeah. giving them too many innings too early. Um but uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe there, maybe there's a way that they can, you know, mix a few more starts in without, you know, pushing his total innings pitch too far. Yeah. Or maybe give him a, a little bit more of a tighter leash uh, as he gets later into the games. But you know, from what I understand, I had people tweeting at me. You know, uh, by the eighth inning, I think when he was still in, much like we saw at State, he he was hitting his you know fastest numbers. Uh, on the radar yeah. gun, you know, late in the game, like his 102nd pitch, I think, was 97 or something like that. So, you know, he's just um, he's that kind of guy. He just, you know, you give him a good three or four innings, get good and warmed up, and man, he's something else. So, best of luck to Carlos there. And before we, uh, you know, move on from uh, the athletic endeavors, let's also congratulate a couple of our non-revenue teams as well. Um, I know the term. I've never liked the term Olympic sports. Uh, does that? I, are you with me on that, Lauren, or is that? Uh, or is non- I mean, it's probably nicer than non-revenue. 
Uh, Although yeah. I know it doesn't necessarily include all the non-rev, but... I mean, I don't know. Uh, baseball's not going to be an Olympic sport in 2016, right? Or, or am I wrong about I that? I don't think so. Yeah, so then, what then? Uh, <laughs> does anybody <laughs> care? Probably not. Is golf uh, still... That's a that's a good question. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, I, think, I don't know. There's yeah. no good word for it. Right. I mean, I guess non-rev is really the best way to put it. Yeah, but it does have a, a negative. But that includes baseball too, by the way. Yeah, that, it's everything well, except football and basketball. Does baseball break even with their? Season I, I'm just though? saying, like the term, no. what it traditionally means yeah. is that. Yeah, yeah. You usually just think of the. the those are. That's and what it usually means. It no matter what your school makes or doesn't make for each of those sports. Yeah. It's usually what it means. Yeah. Uh, but we'll let's certainly give credit to the uh, to the softball team. They uh, are going to their third consecutive yeah. NCAA uh, to the NCAA's for the third consecutive year, I should say. Um, so great job there, uh, Sean Reichick, uh, for the job he's done getting this team to where they are and. Uh, you know, it's. Um, I don't. You know, uh, I was going to mention this too as well. The most recent Sears Cup standings that came out. Is it still the Sears Cup or no? It's, it's the Learfield Directors Learfield, Cup. The Directors Cup. Yes, thank you. Um, State was, I think, uh, one of the top uh, five teams in the ACC in the standing, if I'm not mistaken. They were uh, pretty solidly represented. Of course, I think there's one more set of standings that will come up. Or come out once the baseball there's like season. There's like the directors, concludes. the directors cup, and there's also like there's another one, yeah. Capital One Cup or something. Am I making that right, up? Right, right. Yeah, I, I think know. you're right. Capital One. Yeah. A lot of cups. Uh, but uh, but you know overall the, yeah. the athletic program has had a pretty solid year. Yes. Um, you know making the Sweet 16 certainly helped our, our standings a good bit there as well. But um, and making a bowl, winning a bowl game. Um, but you know uh, tip of the cap also to you know teams like the softball team for getting back to the NCAA's. Um, they'll be heading to the Harrisburg, Virginia regional, uh, and we'll play, uh, let's see, Fordham on Friday the 15th of May. So is Fordham hosting? Uh, let's see, I believe the, um, James Madison is the Oh, host. James Madison, yeah. okay, duh. So, uh, I visited James Madison, I should know that. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, you visited one city of Virginia, you visited all of them. <laughs> That's the way I see it. Uh, yeah, James Madison will be the host, and, uh, You've also got, of course, uh, you know, the, uh, who did I just say? Um, Fordham. Fordham, yeah. F-U. Uh, they'll be uh, the team that safe faces. And then also, um, I guess it looks like the, I'm trying to find who the fourth team is going to be at that regional. Is it Binghamton? Um, so, not sure. Uh, if Chris Hathcock was here tonight and not in Winston-Salem, watching, yeah. <laughs> he would be our show statistician. Uh, so. Statistician. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I correct you so, where I can. Chris, uh, you're here in spirit, but not in person, and that unfortunately doesn't help me when it comes to these sorts of things. Um, so kudos to the uh, softball team and their strong performance this year. And also the uh, the women's golf team hosted a regional uh, at Lonnie Pool, I believe it was, uh, and performed well and got to uh, advance in the NCAA tournament there. So. I, I think I'm not making that up. Uh, let me just <laughs> well, <laughs> I've done tons of research for this week's show, as you can clearly say. Um, oh, did we get a home run right off the bat? Hey, Logan Ratledge with a leadoff home run in the past, as you're listening to this. Um, yeah, they uh, states off to a great start, obviously, in that game. 
Uh, so, yeah, state uh, women's golf team finishes third at the regional and, and uh, has earned a trip to the NCAA championships. So uh, they're going back to the NCAA championships for the second year in a row. So, again, you know, solid stuff from not just the uh, the basketball team, the football team, but, uh, you know, our however you te- choose to uh, deem them, Olympic, non-revenue, non-traditional, uh, a good solid year from them. Of course, we had also the national championship uh, in wrestling so uh, for Gwizdowski, so uh, you know another strong year all around. I I guess there's just one last thing to do since the uh, the warmer summer months are here, Lauren, and, mm-hmm. I, and I have two virtual or envoy. Well, Lauren, I guess there's just uh, one thing left to do here uh-huh. as the weather months have turned warmer. Yes, they have. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I said the weather months have turned warmer. Yeah, I mean, it still worked, kind of. Like, <laughs> oh, dear me. I'm going to keep that one in just as a, a nice little Easter egg for the folks who've stuck through whatever this chop show is. Um, uh, the only thing left to do then, of course, is uh, to uh, – I, I usually have envelopes with me, and I apologize. I have virtual envelopes with me this week. but So I'll just ask you for a number between 1 and 10, and uh, that will determine uh, your Ask E. Jean envelope of the week. All right. Three. Three. All right. So you get option one. All right. Do you want to go first or second? Um, I'll go second, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you're going to have to just bear with me as I read this out. So I'll read mine first, and then uh, we'll figure out a way for you to read yours. Uh, all right. To ask Eugene, why don't women wear slips anymore? <laughs> Dear Eugene, why don't women wear slips anymore? I'm a guy who loves to see a silky, lacy slip on a woman, but it seems that no woman ever wears one. Why do I ask a lady if she would please – or excuse me, how do I ask <laughs> – how do I ask a lady if she would please wear a slip for me? Sign, slip sliding away. See what you did there, sir. Of course, you probably don't name yourselves when you send in these requests. Um, you know, uh, as as a guy, I can also appreciate a good slip on a woman. Uh, you I know, guess. Uh, I, I mean. You know, uh, I, I think that they, uh, when uh, the right slip is on the right woman, they certainly you know, are very appealing. Um but, uh, Lauren, maybe this is best fielded uh, by you. I mean, is there – did they fashionably just go away? Yeah, I don't think I've worn a slip since, like, I was, like, 13, maybe. I don't know why. Uh, I just haven't. Do I you mean, think our younger listeners even know what a slip is? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. The thing is, like, now they make, like – okay, how do I put this? Um, they make, like, undergarments mm-hmm. that – you know, kind of keep things together. So uh-huh. those also eliminate any potential lines, which I believe was the one of the purposes of a slip. Oh, that's so a like, very good question. I had no idea what the purpose of a slip was. I thought it was just like women's underwear. I mean, I mean beyond, you know, it didn't serve an actual purpose. They all serve a pur- I mean, I'm sure that's one purpose, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, undergarment technology is now such that lines aren't as much of an issue as maybe they want. I mean, work. I didn't wear a slip with my wedding dress, mm-hmm. so I <laughs> I, I don't, don't know. know. 
Just a. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I just. Have slips gone the way of the corset? No corsets. Are, I mean, I wore a corset under my wedding dress. I just didn't wear a slip. Well, good to know the corsets are still getting around. Yeah. I, so I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I wore a corset, but I didn't wear a slip. Uh-huh. So go figure. I have no idea. Um, well, it's it's another layer. So I mean, I, especially if you have you know what would be traditionally a spring or summer wedding, I imagine slip yeah, summer, under a wedding. Hot. Yeah, yeah, that would be pretty pretty it was hot. hot. So maybe that's part of it too. I it's mean, just this one more although, thing to get. Yeah. You know, hot. <laughs> I would suggest though that if he wants her to wear a slip, why doesn't he just ask? Like it's no different than lingerie. Like you know yeah. what I mean? So like. But I mean, maybe maybe he has a special lady friend who just chooses not to wear them. Is it? Well, right, but you can still ask. Like, hey, I'm right. really into slips. Okay, conversation over. Well, but buy maybe, a slip. Yeah, cool. but what, if she's not into slips, then what? Well, but it doesn't matter, right? Because like, well, it's not his decision. It's her call. So, well, sure, if she doesn't want to do it, she's not going to do it. But at the same mm-hmm. time, like, it's not any different than when like somebody asks you where you know what I mean, like a piece yeah. of lingerie. Could you wear this? Whatever. Doesn't serve any real purpose to right. wear la- like sexy lingerie. Mm-hmm. It's just something that your partner likes. Yeah. So it's really, I mean, there are worse things you can be asked to wear. Okay? <laughs> I suppose that's tr- that's very true. Very true. Um, yeah, I don't know if if for this gentleman and his predicament, he I, maybe just has to deal with the fact that uh, things have evolved away from his personal tastes and. You know, uh, he can certainly ask the woman of his life if, you know, she would be interested in wearing a slip. Maybe something that would be more feasible during the colder months where an extra layer of clothing might be a little bit more appreciated. Um, but, uh, you know, short, short of that, I don't know what uh, recourse you really have, buddy. I honestly buddy. can't think of the – I mean – Yeah, I mean – Like wearing a slip under a dress, I can't think of the last time. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think you're stuck, pal. Uh, you you have done well to voice your displeasure with the uh, world of women's fashion, but um, you know beyond. Go that, back to the 20s. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it hasn't been that long. Yeah, it hasn't because I, I wore them as a kid. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, the, the computer's on this side of the table over here, and you are not. So I'm just going to read it and let you field <laughs> it. Uh, this is not uh, a salacious one. Um, uh, let's see. It says, Ask Eugene, my friends keep rescheduling on me. Should I just give up on them? Uh, Dear Eugene, friends seem to be drifting away. I contact them and suggest we meet for drinks or dinner, and they usually reply with, Oh, I'm not in town that day, or Oh, gosh, I've got a ton of work that week. Then when I ask if I should just let them alone, they act surprised. Why does What does all this mean? I don't know if I should give up on them or not. Signed, what would Emily Post do? Now, I don't know who Emily Post is. Etiquette. Maybe, oh, is that a etiquette yeah. reference? Okay. Um, um, it so. doesn't sound like they want to hang out. Yeah, I mean... Maybe I missed a part of that. I don't think I did. Oh, I'm not in town that day, right? Yeah, or gosh, I've got a ton of work that week. I mean, if you're yeah, pulling out... Yeah, that week? The, Good yeah. Lord, no. They don't want yeah. to hang out with you. Sorry, yeah. bad news. So, yeah, I mean... Maybe um, they're not your friends. Yeah, I mean, she says when... Uh, I mean, she seems open to the idea of acknowledging the fact that they maybe don't want to and that she just would rather – I mean, she's not completely clueless to the to the language or to the uh, signals that they're, they're sending her way. But, um, you know – But she seems fr- to think it's etiquette. Right. I mean – I don't think that's etiquette. I think that's just that they don't want to hang out. Do you think their friends replying, you know, or being surprised when she asks if they need to be left alone, is that – 
just etiquette? Is that politeness on their part? Like, are they yeah. are they just being polite when being called out on something that's actually Probably. the truth? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I you know yeah. we're from the south. I think we can read these things. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Oh um, no, it's yeah. no trouble. Yeah, no, no, no. That no. usually means it is trouble, <laughs> right? Or like at least that you should be grateful for the trouble they're going through. <laughs> right, exactly. You know. Um. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know if these are lifelong friends that you you know have slowly grown apart from. That's certainly going to be tough to kind of realize that these friendships have faded away. Because, you know, it's much easier to get rid of friends that you've met at work or things like that. But, uh, you know, I don't know. We, she didn't give us quite enough information in her letter there to suggest that these were, you know, friends that she knew from growing up or not. But, um, yeah, I, I think your assessment is, is right on there. They, yeah, they're they, not, they don't like you. Yeah, so I mean, if they're busting out the I've got work to do. For the whole week. For the whole, for the whole week. Um, or maybe she needs to, like... Like, she needs to have a blunt conversation and just be like, look, if they'll mm-hmm. ever talk to her, they'll probably be like, I can't answer the phone that day. I'm clipping <laughs> my toenails. <laughs> I, you know, are we cool or like, yeah. you know, look, it's, or she should just say, look, it's clear that you're not, you don't want to be my friend. Like, it's fine. Just yeah. for future reference, like, was there anything I did or whatever? She's like, keep an open mind about it. She's yeah. Like, you know, did I do anything wrong or what? I think it can still be difficult for someone to come clean and be honest, even when the person that's being shunned is wanting to have that frank conversation. You know, it's still going to be tough for the shunner to, you know, level on what it is that that particular person has done or what's changed to, you know, kind of push them away. I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, at least, you know, you're making the effort to, to have that conversation and, and make it... Maybe do it over email. Mm-hmm. People might be blunter over email than they would be, like, in person or on the phone. That's true. Like, That's true. hey, look, it's pretty cool, clear. Like, I can read... The, I'm not an idiot. Yeah. And when you're being put on the spot, you know, by someone, maybe, you know, over the phone or something like that, it's, it's tougher to... And say, like, you're not the only one. Mm-hmm. Because clearly, like, you know, yeah. a group of them that are doing this. So it's like, hey, you're not the only one. Right. This is happening with other people. So clearly, maybe it's a me problem at this point. I just want to know what it is. Yeah. Maybe, you know, they have a problem with the fact that you're wearing a slip all the time. And, you know, that fashion-wise is just a big faux pas. And we can't be seen with you wearing your slip out in public. Kinsey wrote in on Twitter and contributed and said that most skirts and dresses are lined now, so there's no need. Oh, well... You Which know. makes sense, yeah. Yeah, I thought I, it was the undergarments, but the advances in undergarments, but that makes as much sense as anything. I would count that as an advance in undergarments, wouldn't you? Uh, lined clothing, uh, maybe. Yeah, well, clothing, yeah, but I'm talking about like the oh, the yeah. actual undergarments right. themselves. Right, there's there's all kinds of stuff. You have no idea. <laughs> Clearly, I do not. Like some stuff that's not flattering, but it, <laughs> it, it does the, like it holds everything together. Right. Is this the stuff that we see advertised at 2 a.m. on... uh, No, 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 no. Okay. No, you wouldn't see it ever. Well, maybe. Mm -hmm. Sometimes. Not 2 a.m., though. It would be more like... It could be like mid-afternoon during soaps. Okay, here are some... This is something that holds everything together. makes you look like... Are these the ads that wind up in my spam filter inbox, maybe? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) It's like for Spanx and whatnot. Spanx. That's a term I've heard. Okay. Well, this is turning rapidly into an episode of the Losing Touch podcast. Uh, Sorry. No, it's all right. Shout out to, to Kenzie uh, for her appearance on the show. Um, but, yeah, I, I think kind of wrapping things up with uh, this young lady's issue, I think, yeah, I mean, 
you know, try to have the, the frank conversation over email. That gives them the, the recipients on the other end an opportunity to think out their response and maybe be a little bit more frank. They're not feeling like they're put on the spot. And, you know, after, after if, if you make the effort and you still feel like they're hemming and hawing on, you know, going out, then maybe you just be the one to let it go by the wayside. And if they truly want to hang out with you at some point, then they'll start to make the effort. Right? Does that yeah, seem fair? Basically, yeah, basically. Yeah. I would still ask, yeah, for sure. Like, just yeah. be like, yo, what's yeah. up? Right. I ain't got time to be figuring out your subtle context clues, all that stuff. All right. Well, this has been a fantastic episode of the Rick and Rolls podcast. You're going to hear – yes, we have a question from the audience. Oh, yes. yeah, definitely. Yes, thank good, you. Good call. To, to wrap this up on a, a more positive uh, note. Um, Maybe, hopefully. Uh, yeah, hope, well, I should say uh, uh, on a more serious note. Um, Coach Moxley is, uh, you know, suffering from an, ail- an ailment. Do we know? Yeah, the, no, I don't think they ever bit, said it. It just it seemed to come on suddenly, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden the reports were that he was stable in the hospital after right. a sudden. I don't even remember how it was phrased, but I was just like, "Whoa, what?" Yeah, so. yeah. This is tonight's my first learning of it as well. So, um, you know, thoughts are certainly going out to Coach Moxley and his family, and and hopefully. You know, uh, he'll be back on his feet pretty soon, and, and uh, you know, whatever this is will be bested, you know, in a quick and sound fashion. But, um, yeah, uh, hopefully he will certainly get uh, past this ailment, whatever it shall be. So thoughts out to him, and, um, you know, um, we shall keep him in our prayers. Um, any closing thoughts, Lauren? I think we've covered think we've ev- almost literally it. everything. We've done it all. We've recorded. I'm going to look at the the show here. We're at 37 minutes of runtime on the recording. You're probably going to hear about 20 of it. Uh, the rest will be on the cutting room floor. But I appreciate you listening to what uh, portion of it did make the airwaves. So for James Curl and uh, Lauren Brownlow, I'm saying so long on the Riddick and Reynolds podcast. <laughs> With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.